Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out the Woke and Bake podcast. I'm your host, Bill Baker. And this episode, I had the opportunity to hang out and get blazed with the one and only Young Crown Doe out of Spokane, Washington. Now, if you are not familiar with Young Crown Doe, do yourself a favor and get familiar. He is the host that smokes the most. He is also a cannabis consultant. And, as voted by the readers of The Inlander out of Spokane, Washington, he was the bud tender of the year. He's also worn a lot of different hats in the cannabis industry. And so we, he gave me the opportunity to sit down and, and kind of pick his brain about it. I want to give a quick, uh, quick shout-out to Riker out of Direct, Defle- uh, Direct Influx out of Spokane, Washington. Uh, she is a master of social media marketing and all around a bad human being. So thank you very much, Riker, for hooking this one up. All right. Uh, shout out to my sponsors, Iron Asylum Gym, located in Soldotna, Alaska. You can find them on Instagram, you can find them on Facebook, and you can find them on, I'm pretty sure actually those are the only two places that you can find them. But if Brandon ever sets up a Twitch stream, you will be the first people that I let know. I don't I don't think Brandon has any idea what Twitch is, but... We'll talk about it the next time we talk to him. Also, 5150 Vapes located in Soldadna. If you are looking for the best prices on the best juices and mods, that is the place that has it. They have a great staff uh, headed by my man, Dave Buttonface, Seth, and uh, our homeboy, Wade, and, and H-Town Ty over there. They will take care of you with whatever your needs are in uh, as far as vapes go. They also uh, start carrying four-score batteries and... Shatter Batter. If you're not familiar with Shatter Batter, it is a product that will turn your vapable juice um, into something. Well, it'll turn your concentrate into a vapable juice. Let me run that back. It doesn't do anything to your vapable juice. It just makes your concentrate vapable, which if you are trying to turn your shatter into something vapable, this is a, this is a product you want. You want this in your life, like a, like a real grown-up, like a real discreet grown-up. All right, so without further ado... Young Crown Doe. Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. The Woke and Bake has hit the road, and I am blessed, gifted. I don't know how to words to say. I get to hang out today with the Raka, the Rolla, the Young Crown Holder, Young Crown Doe. What's up, brother? How's it going, man? Good to be here. It's damn right it's good to be here. It's bright, it's bright out here. It's, yeah. uh, this is a much more uh, enlightened Spokane than when I left. Yeah, it's definitely progressing and kind of molding into that big city mentality. It's nice. It's, it's very much changing. I mean, there's a lot of restaurants that have opened up, a lot of cannabis joints that have opened up, uh, at least even from the last time I was here, which was only about two years ago. Yeah, it's definitely been growing substantially every single year. Lots of companies from the outside area, like outside of Washington, been infiltrating. And lots of startups, lots of local, regional people that are really taking it upon themselves to be a part of their culture growing, which is awesome. All right, so before we get too uh, too deep into the questions, um, let's talk about some of the... Uh, you want to give a, a shout-out to any of the uh, local retailers, any of the local cultivators, any of the local... Uh, I know. Fellow connoisseurs in the scene. Definitely, yeah. Big shout-out to uh, Lucky Leaf, downtown Spokane. Awesome retailer. Um, 50-fold out in the valley of Spokane, Washington. Same with Grindhouse. They do incredible, top-notch, like, boutique flowers. 
um, oleum concentrates always killing it ECC yeah I appreciate you guys for sure yeah it's one thing that, that's gotten me here is uh, when it comes to uh, the cannabis industry can you tell me about some of the, the moments you've been the most proud of you've been in it <coughs> since the beginning in the state of uh, Washington yep <clears throat> yeah so back in Alright, there's a train coming by, so if there's if you hear anything real loud, that's a train. Because we're doing this live. We're hanging out in the parking lot. There's a there's a cop across the street. This is lots of fun. But as soon as the train goes by, we'll get right back into the interview. It's taking place downtown Spokane. So you never know what you're gonna see or what you're gonna come across uh, when you're hanging out downtown. aspects of where we live is that it's so active and moving all the time. There, there's always something going on. I, I felt in my heart like there's a train. One train has to go by during this interview. Otherwise, there's no way to, to prove the interview happened. And it's still going. And you know what's really crazy about the train? And you don't see this a lot in Alaska because you don't have a lot of them. Is the trains are bombed. There's graffiti on them. They're end-to-end burners on a few of them. It, it's really rad. I mean, the, it's... You're seeing more of the, the graffiti culture uh, going around uh, throughout the United States on these train cars that are starting out in the Pacific Northwest and they're ending up all over the United States. So you're going to get a, a cool mix of art. You'll see some, some stuff maybe from Albuquerque uh, out in Seattle. So it turns out you, you see some cool shit when you're staring at trains in Spokane or you're staring at the bridges in Spokane, which another thing that I've noticed here is they're the, the bridges here seem to be, I mean, they've always seemed to be very respective to like street art. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think Spokane is, like, really slept on in its arts, whether it's uh, the painting medium or glassblowing medium. Uh, Spokane houses, like, 20 to 30 of some of the most, like, world-renowned muralists that are, like, over 20, 30 feet. Uh, shout out Godfidi, That dude is amazing. Daniel Lopez. Um, and then you got, like, Royal Glass, Beer Glass, Brando Welk, um, Domer Glass. I mean, these guys are, like pushing the limits in their industries across the world, and we're blessed to have them, like, locally in Spokane. Well, let's talk about some of the other artists that we've got in Spokane. Uh, big shout-out to uh, to Mike Chiesa and the folks over at uh, Newborn Jiu-Jitsu and some of the guys over at Sick Jitsu just continuing uh, the, the train of ass beatings. I don't know if you got a chance to see that last fight with uh, Mike Chiesa and Diego Sanchez. Yeah, what a fight it was, too, and... It's weird, yeah, Spokane houses so many. You got Daniel Spitz, um, yeah, Mad Mike. I mean, and we grew up with all these guys, which is really cool to be able to see them go from, you know, having these goals and aspirations to fighting on the UFC, getting wins. And shout-out to the OG Lyle Beerbaum, Fancy Pants. Yeah. Uh, Fancy Pants was really the first dude to set it for any of us uh, in Strike Force. Also, I mean, there's a lot of folks that, that deserve their uh, credit. Uh, Julio Diaz uh, being one of the uh, one of the, the, the master monster blo- uh, black belts out here. James Weed, uh, Kelly Sand, all of those badasses over at Newborn. All right, so we got to get back to uh, to the cannabis stuff. Uh, you've been involved from the beginning. What are some of the things that you're most proud of? So back in 2012, me and a great friend of mine from high school, we opened up a medical delivery service, and that was probably like my first real big uh, industry leap from being a consumer to being a cannabis industry owner. Um, and it was crazy. It took us by our feet, and in a matter of six months, we were making more money than you know any of us had even dreamed of making in the time. And it was growing so rapidly and so expandedly that I actually got a, a business partner, Sydney Rice, who used to play for the Seahawks. And him and I opened up a recreational store in Oregon, down in Gold Beach, right on the coast. 
and that was definitely like memory number two that was probably one of the best moments of my life um, being able to step into that opportunity with someone of the likes of him and get introduced into his world a little bit um, and now just like the role that I play now in the cannabis industry I absolutely love and I think it's so vital being a, an influencer and a personality and being able to basically be a middleman and facilitate the lifestyle and consumerism and like the technical business aspect of like what the businesses go through and then who the consumer is and how to like gap that bridge and just kind of mesh those worlds evenly you know okay so that will bring me then to uh to my next question you recently went to oklahoma to do some consulting how did that go that went phenomenally that was also like a huge blessing in my life um Shout out to Mr. Max down there. They're absolutely killing it. You know, I just won uh, Bud Tender of the Year from the Inlander at the time, and they reached out and they said, hey, we would love for you to come down and not only train our employees, but give us, like, the jump ahead of what it looks like to be recreational market ready and not just, like, medical standard ready, which I really respected because they really wanted to get, like, a curve you know, ahead of the curve uh, in the industry and put themselves on the map for being not just like what the standards were there, but really setting the bar for what the standards are. That was badass. By the way, shout out to Oklahoma for getting medical before Texas got medical, before fucking Florida got medical. You know, they just legalized tattooing like five or six years ago in Oklahoma. So to go from that straight into marijuana five, six years later is a pretty, pretty cool thing. All right. So, um... Let's go back to the question about you being a, a bud tender. Um, there have got to be at least 30 different retailers in the city uh, and at least 100 different bud tenders. What do you think makes you different? I think that I'm actively in the scene and not just working at a store. I'm not just pushing a product. I'm not just pushing what the hot sell is. I am like as transparent with the customer as much as the farm may not like that, but I'm going to be really honest with them. I'm going to give them my opinion, and people know that I have a very high standard for what it is that I consume and smoke, and I'm not out here, you know, passing on any Reggie to anybody. Where did Reggie come from? Where did... Man, I honestly, I don't know where Reggie came from. I just, my older brother told me, he was like, when I was 12 years old, he was like, look, when you're buying weed, it's either going to be fire or Reggie. <laughs> And you got to know what it is, so that way you don't overpay for it. And I was like, okay, well, what's that? You know, and he's like, if it's gross, if it smells bad, sticks or seeds, whatever, that's Reggie. If it's sticky, it's loud, it's that fire pack, then that's the good. All right, so let's uh, hope that it wasn't about uh, Reggie Noble, a.k.a. Redman. Hopefully it has nothing to do with him. No correlation, I it Better not. Uh, <laughs> all right, so how long have you been hosting events? Um, I started my hosting career like right when I was 21. I had the uh, amazing opportunity to be a like um, shadowed or I got to shadow this guy named McLaren out in Seattle and he's like big time host like that's what he does full time professionally and he's got like Adidas endorsements and Red Bull endorsements. I mean the guy's like the real deal holy field and uh, I had the cool opportunity of like bouncing around to different clubs and watching him as a club host and kind of seeing what that entailed and I loved the aspect that you were like the hype man to the DJ and you had the opportunity to walk around the club with the microphone and be the it man but you weren't like on stage necessarily being the guy Um, and that's really got like what got me into it and then when I moved back to Spokane is when I started getting more into like the concert aspect of it because there's no clubs out here. So do you get uh, do you get nervous before you host an event, or are you pass that? No, I definitely still get nervous. It's been like six years or so, 
and every single event everything every time like even on my instagram like right before i go like on a story or a live or whatever i still get nervous of course but i do like this one two three thing you know where i just like count to three and if by the end of that i didn't do it then i i won't even think about it again i'm not gonna do it so one two three and i just go for it now do you have a a particular event that uh, you favor hosting or a sort of event that um you you really dig i mean well, I've had the awesome opportunity to host Volume for the past two years, which is like a local festival. It's like 22 venues, like 200 artists, uh, Friday, Saturday, it's a all weekend, it's super awesome. Um, that's put on by the Inlander, and last year I got the opportunity to go from Volume set at the Inlander, I hosted a stage, and then I flew down to Seattle real quick and hosted a stage at a Upstream, which was Paul Allen, rest in peace Paul Allen, that was his music festival that he was trying to bring to Seattle, so I had the opportunity to be a part of both of those in one weekend, which was incredibly memorable. Um, so, let's run down a quick uh, bit of your resume then, so, event host, party host, bud tender, consultant, uh, small business owner, influencer, uh, which of those is sort of your uh, your favorite tag or, or which of those when you're introducing yourself comes first? Honestly, I'm kind of still at that point because my whole life and my whole brand is being like a jack of all trades, so I don't ever really know which one to do. I mean, first and foremost, I am the host that smokes the most Young Crown, um, so obviously hosting events, but I think that comes with just like being a personality and like hosting even just like my own channel on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and Twitch and any platform. I'm constantly searching for new avenues, and I do a lot of like behind the scenes uh, executive production on a lot of artists music and like fashion I do collaborations with fashion designers and we make like 10 one of one stuff you know like anything that I can do I'm trying to get my hands in creativity yeah. and put my like influence and design into I guess alright so when we get done here I'll show you some of the rough drafts of the uh, podcast t-shirts Sweet. Uh, which by the way uh, coming relatively soon and we are doing like sort of limited runs by the way shout out to NEMS and the Fuck Your Life brand uh, for the uh, I don't know they do extremely limited runs of t-shirts like they'll do 20 shirts and they'll drop on a Friday and when they're gone they're gone yep yeah, yeah uh, Fruit Bake does that shout out Fruit Bake they're another local clothing company they're awesome alright um, do you have any books or any uh movies by the way that is a train and uh and what i'm assuming is a police siren uh it might be can't really tell all right well this is how you know this is downtown spokane <laughs> lots of action lots of action do you have uh, any kind of books or movies or any speakers you would recommend uh well, off gary v off top gary v is like incredibly motivating and he's just real he cuts through the shit he doesn't sugarcoat it um, how to think bri- how to think big and grow rich uh, how to win friends and influence people Dale, Dale Carnegie yeah I mean like, uh, any, like yeah uh, self help Napoleon Hill yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. I think that you know your self worth is as big as your net worth and so before you can like really influence other people you gotta find it in yourself to be able to influence yourself to do what you're trying to preach otherwise it doesn't make sense so absolutely any of those um shoot movies the sandlot <laughs> you catch me watching that on repeat all day <laughs> fair enough uh fair enough uh do you have anyone else you'd uh, like to mention anyone you want to give a shout out to 
shoot direct influx um Riker celebrate those guys be holding me down off top like all the time um appreciate those guys for sure I appreciate everybody that fucks with me and rides with me and oops I don't know if I can swear on this but you can absolutely this is the internet it's cool. a beautiful thing Sweet. and yeah anyone that fucks with me and rides with me I appreciate you guys um I appreciate you guys fucking with the movement and just like trying to uplift people and support people in whatever it is they do all right. Uh, well, thank you very much uh, for your time. And, uh, by the way, thank you, Riker, for setting this up and making this happen. Uh, you are a beautiful human being. All right. Shout out to Direct Influence. All right, one last question. This is a bonus question, by the way. Thank you for listening this long. Uh, this question uh, kind of got missed somehow. All right, so for bud tenders out there, do you have any anything that you would recommend uh, that they do, uh, like the things that make you different as a bud tender? You were voted bud tender of the year by the people. Um, what, what was the key to that? Definitely do your own research. Don't take what just some random person is telling you for facts. Go to these farms, find out what they're using, find out what their process is, you know, make your own opinions based on your own facts rather than reading a jar or a label. Um, and just like keeping it real. Like people just absolutely love it. Like we sell ten dollar eights in the shop, right? Yeah. And people ask me all the time, they're like, Bro, how is it? How does it taste? I'm like, bro, I don't know, because I don't smoke $10 AIDS. Like, they're there if you need them to last you three days and you got 10 bucks in your pocket, it's going to work for you. But I'm a connoisseur, so I smoke connoisseur-grade weed. So if it's not that, then I don't have an opinion on it. I'll ask other people what their opinion is, but I'll be honest, and I'll say, look, I don't know. I haven't smoked it, but, you know, my homie Dylan, he smokes it, and he said, you know, that's cool. You know, you could rock with that or whatever. I give people examples, but just keeping it real will make it, so much more personable i have out of my shift a day probably 25 to 35 people guaranteed that'll wait in line just to work specifically with me because they know i'm not going to give them any bullshit i'm going to give them exactly what they want and what they came for it's not about selling them product it's about giving them things that are going to you know address their needs yeah bringing them back in the store Exactly, yeah, because if you give them some shit-ass weed, they're not going to come back to the store for sure. That'll by, help. By the way, shout out to the Cottonmouth Kings. Loyalty is royalty. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Thank you so much for uh, for listening thus far. By the way, if anyone wants to, to check into you, not just on Instagram at uh, Young Crowned Up, where else will they find you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Caffeine. Everything is at Young Crowned Up. I don't even know what caffeine is. It's kind of like Twitch. It's a new uh, social network that you live stream and you can play video games. It's pretty cool. It's like Twitch. All right. Very cool. You can, you make, this is your job. Yeah. That's, that's a fucking cool job. Like that, your guidance counselor, like never, never had any plan for this. Like there's no way that, that your guidance counselor could have planned for this. It's crazy though. I think I was in seventh grade and I took one of those career aptitude tests and by the end of it, I swear it was like, you will become the host that smokes the most. And so uh, it's just been written in stone, you know? That's good. <laughs> it's, it's good the thing you do. All right. So, uh, music. 
I love music. Big yeah. fucking music guy. What was the last record that you listened to beginning to end? Um, oh Honey by, or the, I think the album was self-titled Oh Honey as well by the Delegations. Um, classic, classic, old, 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 old group. But like recent, For Real, For Real by YG has been on my uh, playlist like nonstop front to end and uh, Daytona by Pusha T. <laughs> I like to listen to really gangster stuff when I'm mobbing the rope moped around. <laughs> that's all right. Yeah. No, it's not. That's that's fine, dude. I I drive around a Toyota Highlander, right? I'm a I'm I'm a dad with five kids, dude. Like I, and and I mob around and yeah, I, I listen to my shit as well. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to keep it in character, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, man. Uh, thank you again for your time. Mm-hmm. Thank you.